Shalom Aleichem on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. We are recording in Silver Spring, Maryland, and are so glad that you can join us. Nazir Samech Vav, Nazir 66a, pagination 131, the final page in the Mesechta. The Mishnah, towards the bottom of the page, tells us, Nazir Shmuel Kedivri Rabbi Nehoroi. According to Rabbi Nehoroi, Shmuel Hanavi, the prophet, was a Nazir. Shenemar, because the Pasuk says regarding Shmuel, the child that Hannah would bear while she was still uh, making her declaration of prayer, Umore lo ya'ale al rosho, and a shaving implement shall not go up on his head. And the Mishnah explains, how did we know to translate mora as such, a shaving implement? Ne'emar b'shimshon, it says by Shimshon, who was a nazir umora, that he should not have this shaving implement go up on his head, and that indicated that he was going to be a nazir. V'ne'emar b'shimuel umora, and it says the same word by Shmuel. Just like by Shimshon it means that he should be a Nazir, also by Shmuel it means that he should be a Nazir. And what a wonderful way to conclude the Mesechta, to note that one of the great heroes of the Jewish people, Shmuel, was a Nazir. That's the view of Rabbi Nehoroi, that you translate the word Mora as a shaving implement. Omer Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi disagreed. We need to know what exactly Rabbi Yossi disagreed about. Does he agree or disagree regarding the Nazirus, that Shmuel was a Nazir? Or does he agree or disagree regarding, particularly, it's the word Mora that Rabbi Yossi was after. Rabbi Yossi argues and says the word Mora refers to one's relationship with other people. Question here is, Mora, is it meant to be taken as Mora fear, which is normally spelled with an Aleph, or the Marsha perhaps su- suggests that perhaps it means Mora as in Morus, authority. And the message here is, Mora loyale al Rosho. On Shmuel's head, Hannah was praying and we're assuming that her prayer was fulfilled. Her prayer was, there should be no mora on his head. Upon him, there should be either no fear of other people, no fear except from Hashem, or no authority above him. So, Ein Mora, with a hey, the Marsha says, there should be no authority above him from earthly people. From people. Amalei Rabbi Nehoroi. Rabbi Nehoroi has his rebuttal. Falok varneemar vayomer shmuel ech eilech ve'eshama sha'ol vaharagoni. The Pasuk says that when Shmuel is instructed during Shaul's lifetime to anoint David, Shmuel expresses his concern that Shaul could hear 
and he could kill me for this. He will perceive it as an act of rebellion to anoint a different king during Shaul the king's lifetime. You see that he is afraid of people. He's afraid of Shaul. He doesn't just do his thing. Whatever Hashem tells me to do, I do. So it doesn't make sense to translate Mora of the Pasuk to mean that he doesn't fear anyone, but rather, according to Rabbi Nehorai, that he was a Nazir, and Mora is that shaving, haircutting implement. It is interesting that in the way the Marsha derives the word Mora and says, with an Aleph or with a hey, very interesting that our Mishnah actually is meticulous, the way it's presented in our Mishnah, that when Rabbi Yossi says that he does not have authority above him, besides Hashem, it's with a hey. Ein mora ela shabasavadam. When Rabbi Nahurai does his rebuttal, he responds, Haya alav mora, with an aleph. There was fear upon Shmuel. So how could you interpret the Pasuk to mean that Shmuel is superior on the alternative is that Mora means shaving implement. The truth is that both were true by Shmuel. On the one hand, one can say there is no authority above Shmuel. Shmuel is the Navi Hadar, the leader of the generation, spiritual authority of the Jewish people, which is a spiritually focused nation. Shaul, as the king, derives his power from the anointing which Shmuel did for him. And Mora, as in authority, there is indeed no authority above Shmuel. There is, however, Mora with an Aleph, fear upon Shmuel that Shaul could react. But it wasn't authority above Shmuel. It was fear upon Shmuel from Shaul himself. Now the Gemara on Amid Beis continues with a discussion of whether it's better to be a Mivarech, the one who says the bracha, or is it better to be the One Amen, the person who answers Amen to the bracha. And the question is, what does this Gemara have to do with the Mishnah, and why are we concluding the Masechta of Nazir with these words. The Marsha has a fascinating approach. Very few Marshas on the Masechta, but the short section that does exist has half of it on this final page. And the Marsha writes that there are two ways that a person can achieve blessing. One way is through coming close to Hashem, through Devekus, through closeness of Nazirus, of restriction. A person limits his physicality, and he becomes Kadosh Lashem, a holy person. There is, however, another approach that a person can use, 
which is that when there is blessing in the world, to acknowledge the blessing, to say the bracha of appreciation, and to have somebody respond amen to that bracha. And that dynamic is also a way to achieve blessing. And perhaps, as we conclude the Masechta of Nazir, we acknowledge that Nazirus is not for everybody. Not everybody can restrict themselves from the pleasures. But a person does have the opportunity to achieve blessing and closeness with Hashem through brachos, through acknowledging the goodness. It is interesting, we've mentioned on a different occasion, that there were two approaches among the Nevi'im, Shmuel and Elisha, as the Gemara outlines it, in that Shmuel did not want to derive benefit from other people, and he carried his household with him, so to speak. Everything he needed, he either had or he paid for, he didn't want to benefit from people. Elisha, a different Navi, had a different approach, in which he was willing to benefit from people, but you see that he had tremendous hakaras hatov, tremendous appreciation when someone did him a good turn. We find, for example, a woman went ahead and made him a room so that he would have a guest room when he visited the town, and Elisha goes ahead and blesses her with a child, even though elderly and it didn't seem like they were going to have a child by any natural way, Elisha shakes heaven and earth to create the ability that she should be able to have a child. And when that child dies, Elisha does techias hamesim for her, brings the child back to life. All an expression of tremendous appreciation. He was willing to benefit, but he showed appreciation. And that, those two approaches are perhaps what the daf over here is outlining. On the one hand, one can be a nazir, come close to Hashem by restriction. On the other hand, one can come close to Hashem by benefiting, by enjoying the creation that Hashem bestowed upon us, but doing so through bracha, through blessing, and expressions of appreciation. Hadun Allah Meseches Nazir, we daven for the opportunity to learn Meseches Nazir more thoroughly in the future. Thank you for joining and Mazel Tov.